Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. If the most interesting thing about your podcast episode is the name of your guest, it's probably not a very interesting episode. Here's why you need to think more about your angle and your title. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Since it's midweek and I just finished that big, long 10 episode miniseries, I'm doing a one-off today and another one-off tomorrow to wrap up the week. And today's one-off is about the title you, the working podcaster, choose for your episodes. Look, titles are hard. Titles are hard. I've been in digital media long enough, like since the late 90s, to know that titles are a challenge for everyone. But every piece of web content needs a title. You know that. And it needs a title that is in some ways descriptive, a title that entices someone to click. A title has to do a lot. A title has a lot of jobs to do, and the title of your episodes also has those same jobs to do. It has to do a lot of work, which means you have to do a lot of work. Now, the challenge that I see, most of the clients that I work with don't have the time to really become expert podcasters. That's what they're hiring me to do. My company enables them to make a podcast easier, taking out all the technical stuff behind the scenes so they can just focus on their business primarily and also just making a real good show. And we take care of all the stuff behind the scenes. The problem with that is not a lot of people understand the art of titling a show. That's one problem. The second problem is they're taking bad advice about how titles are made and what they should do with their show or they're following popular shows that don't have to worry about making really good titles. So as I said to start things off, if the most interesting thing about the episode you're about to post is the guest's name, it's probably not a very interesting episode. And that may sound strange to you. Why, gee, Evo, wouldn't the guest's name be the thing that entices people to click and listen? No, probably not, because... If it's a very big-name guest you have on the show, well, then they've probably heard that big-name guest talk a lot of different times. And so while I'm sure you're very happy that you landed Elon Musk for your show, you know, it's not like those of us that like Elon Musk don't have a lot of options when it comes to listening to or reading from Mr. Elon Musk. So the fact that he's on your show... If we're a fan of your show, great. But you know what? If we're a fan of your show, we're going to listen anyhow. 
So just the name of Elon Musk isn't enough to entice somebody brand new to come to your show because Elon Musk is on a bunch of different shows. Or insert your other celebrity here. We are not spoiled for choice when it comes to listening to these. Now, clearly, if you have landed someone who is a recluse, who doesn't give interviews, exclusive type things like that, then by all means, knock yourself out. But the flip side of that is, what if your guest is just somebody who's not all that important, who you are trying to elevate the voices of the underrepresented? That's great. I think that's a laudable thing. You should totally do that. But that person's name isn't going to get anybody interested. If the name of your guest is the most interesting thing about your episode, then your episode isn't very interesting. Conversely, if you've conducted the interview or done your monologue show, this isn't all about interviews. I do a monologue show. If you've conducted the show, it's fully assembled, and then you go, hmm, I need to think of a really clever title so that I can get the maximum number of people clicking on this who aren't currently fans of my show. I want to get discovered by Google, so let me come with, with a very clever title, a clickbaity title for my show, this episode of my show that I just recorded. That's how bloggers work. That's how article writers work. That's how newspaper columnists work. Yes, they do think about the title afterwards, but not only afterwards. And also, the title has to match the contents of the page. So if you've come up with a real clever title that gives you all the high scores when you do the analyzing of the headline, but it doesn't match the contents, boo. Bad experience. So I think you need to think about the title before you ever sit down behind the microphone. But the title isn't enough. Just like the guest or the topic isn't enough. You need to know those two things. You need to know your guest or your topic of your episode. You need to have a title in mind. Me, personally, I write the title to my shows before I sit down behind the microphone. But before you can do that, before you can do any of that, you need to understand the angle. I got an angle. The angle is the most critical piece of information you can come up with. Now, I think about my angle more than anything else before this program begins. Before I sit down to record, I've got my topic. I then spend a lot of time coming up with my angle. And by the way, the word angle, if you don't understand that, and I've worked with a lot of publications over the years, and I know that a lot of writers who are new at this, a lot of content creators who are new at this don't understand an angle. Right? A topic is the thing you're talking about, but the angle, we mean angle of approach. How are we addressing this topic? Head on? Are we telling a story in a linear fashion? Are we going to come in from behind and work our way around it? What are we doing? How is it, what is our angle of attack so that we can have a unique take on the particular topic? Another word for angle is take. Not your conclusions, not your conclusions, but your angle. What is the approach you're going to take? Now, that to me is the most important thing you can figure out. What's my angle? And I get that if you're doing an interview show, you may not know the full angle until you sit down with the guest. 
But I promise you, you should have an angle before you sit down with the guest. Even if you decide to change course mid-interview, that's fine. You need an angle. And that angle helps direct your questions and your commentary. And that angle is where you should start your program. Every time I hear a show, an episode of a show, either my clients or somebody else's show, where they start by the host starts by saying, guest, introduce yourself. Or, guest, tell me where you grew up. That tells me, that signals loud and clear, no angle. Prepare for just long biopic, no angle. You got to have an angle. Me, I have the angle, I have the topic, and I have the title all done before I sit down to record a show. Because once you've done that, now you know where the interesting bits lie, what you're trying to get to, and you've effectively communicated those to your audience through your title. Your title is super important. Your angle is more important. And your title should reflect the angle of your show. That's the message for today. Rework your titles, people. Spend a little more time on your angles first before you record and your titles when it's all said and done or ahead of time, like I do. That's the thoughts. Three things before I let you go. One, I'd love to hear what you think the angle of your episode is, how you struggle with that. You can comment right here. You can also go to flick.group slash podcast pontifications. That's a private group where for free, you can communicate with me and other listeners of the show. If you want to show your support for me, go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. And then finally, if you are in business and you say, Angle, titles are bad? Wait, what? How, how can you help us, Evo? Get in touch with me, Evo, at podcastlaunch.pro or go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of the services I offer clients all around the globe. That's it. See you tomorrow with another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, 
Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.